welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. Today, I am joined again by one of my good friends, Keith Krikorian. Keith is one of my favorite grapplers in the world. I love watching this guy compete. I feel like I've learned a lot just from watching him over the years, so it's always a pleasure to be joined by him. Keith, you recently made a really big move. You moved from San Diego to New Jersey. Big question is, what are you doing out there in New Jersey? Talk about that cross-country trip you just made, and why did you move out to New Jersey? Who are you training under, and yeah, like what's going on with you? Yeah, um, well, yeah, first off, man, good good to see you, hear you again. Uh, it's always fun to catch up. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I uh, was I was living in San Diego. I mean, I've always pretty much lived in San Diego, aside from like four years of college, but that was just Orange County, so it's still Southern California. It's not very far. Um, and I really had never, no intention of ever like moving from, um, there, but then, um, kind of out of nowhere, um, Jay Rogelbuto, I don't know. You, you, you've met Jay, I'm sure, you know, Jay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so he just randomly kind of like messaged me and he said like, you know, just, Hey, out of curiosity, would you ever, you know, be willing to, or be interested in, in moving and, uh, or sorry, teaching and training in, in New Jersey. And I was kind of, at first I thought no, but I wanted, you know, didn't feel like I should tell him no right off the bat. I was like, oh, uh, you know, I was like, I'd be interested. Like, like if it was anyone else, I probably would have just said no, but it was Jay. And like, you know, I mean, if, if you, if anyone knows Jay, like he's just a guy that you, you would just trust and, and you'd, <laughs> you'd definitely, uh, you'd want to, um, you know, want to hear him out. So, uh, so I did. And, uh, he got me in touch with um, the owner of Studio 84, Guy, Gaetano. Um, and Guy was just like, hey, man, like, I'm, uh, you know, looking for another instructor. Uh, we are, They already have uh, John Colmes uh, out here and uh, Jay Rogobito, which is like two, you know, crazy good, you know, uh, people to have in a gym. Um, and so I was like, well, okay. Uh, and uh, anyways, um, we talked more. I came out for like a week just to see how I'd like it. Um, loved it. I thought it was really awesome. I love the area. I love the people. I love the gym. I loved pretty much everything about it. And um, and then you know I just decided to you know make the make the move. And um, and uh, now I'm teaching at our their second location, uh, Studio 84 Squared, like you know the whole exponent. Um, and uh, um, it's been awesome, man. Like, I love it. I'm loving really everything about it. And it's probably one of the more like challenging things I've ever done, you know, it's like not just the move, but like now being a full-time instructor and still, you know, getting my training and learning and, and everything. But like, honestly, I mean, they've made it about as easy for me as I think anyone's ever, you know, had it, um, uh, you know, Jay and, Combs and and guy really like really put an effort into like making me feel like uh, I can still get my training and and you know s still lead a lead a program so it's been really it's been really cool man. So what is Jay like? Like I, I've had a conversation with Jay forever ago. Obviously he's kind of the 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 mouth of the Northeast, right? He he commentates a lot of the finisher events. He just commentated Emerald City with my instructor Brandon McCatherine. Um, what, what's Jay like? What makes Jay so special? Because, you know, he's kind of an unsung guy. Like, people don't realize how good of a coach he is. 
what made you drawn to Jay and kind of how did that re relationship form in the beginning? Yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, like Jay, you said special, dude. Like he is super special. It's it's crazy. Like I've never really met anyone like him. He's probably like he's definitely one of the most positive people I've ever met. And like it's a uh, it's not a very like like phony like uh you know um positivity you know it's not like it's not like one of those he's not like in like a like a i don't know like a celebrity like trying to like preach you know all this stuff like he's a legit legit like happy dude and he makes everyone around him like happier and uh um on top of that he's just like he's like john donaher-esque um in his in his instruction like he's he's a very 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 high level instructor and 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 coach um and uh he makes it just like really easy to to understand, you know, the, what he's teaching. Um, he makes it fun. Like he makes it like um, he's just a really, really, really cool um, like instructor to to, to learn under and, and to uh, to be around. And um, yeah, man, like I said, like if you know when we were talking, like he was just telling me, like, hey, man, like you know, if you do make this happen, like we'll you know we'll we'll still like you know, you'll still learn, you'll still improve, like, we'll still, like, you know, help you reach your goals, you know, and then, like, you know, when he's, when someone, when other people say that, you probably wouldn't really believe him, you know, you'd probably just be like, whatever, you know, but, like, when he says it, I genuinely believe him, and, like, you know, it's been true, like, he's been doing everything he can to help me, and so has everyone else, you know, and, like, um, I think that's, it just makes him, he's a super, super special guy, man, he's really cool, like, You'll never hear anyone say one bad word about him. He's, he's, he's really, really dope. And how important, I guess, is it to have a coach that doesn't compete? Because you're coming from San Diego, and, dude, I know you love all those guys. I love all those guys, but they're all competitors. Every one of those guys has their own. While they've got students themselves, I mean, they're all competing at the highest level. There's very mm -hmm. few guys out there that are dedicated coaches. What's it mm -hmm. like having a guy that's like, no, I'm dedicated to coaching. How has that been helping you recently? It's been really, really cool, man. Like he's he's all he's there for everyone. Like you know, I I bug him a lot um, about you know everything, and and I know everyone else does too. But he never you know complains. He never he's he's there literally there for everyone. And uh, and honestly, dude, so was Boogie. You know, and Boogie was juggling his own you know career and gym and and everything, but but he was too, you know? And so I kind of lucked out in getting like, you know, people who are really, really willing to, to help me, you know, like even now I still talk to Boogie and ask him for advice and, and he, he's helped me with, I mean, I couldn't even tell you like how much stuff since I even moved out here, let alone like while I was still there. But, but yeah, Jay, like he just, um, he has like a genuine passion for like helping us, you know, um, it's not a chore to him or anything. It's, it's, something that he like you know gets a lot of like pleasure from from seeing us you know uh happy and succeeding and um and i think that's just really cool and and and, and somewhat rare um and uh makes him definitely like the ideal you know coach um on top of just you know he studies all the time he you know he's he's constantly like keeping up with tech he's attending seminars he's you know he's mixing it up with with anyone who you know could, could help us you know anyone who you know has the you know cutting edge techniques that like he wants to share with us you know or just um you know uh helping us get into you know onto shows or into events and stuff like he's just 
very, very, very like, you know, diligent and, and, and focused, um, on, uh, improving the team. You know, it's, it's really, really cool. What's a pro practice look like for you guys? You guys got a ton of talent up there. I, I watched Emerald City, which is just full of guys from, um, you know, underneath Jay. What's a pro practice yeah. look like for you guys? Um, so yeah, so the pro practices, uh, under Jay are, um, uh, they're like, uh, you know, about 45 to an hour is, is strictly technique. And it's, and it's like, he'll walk you through the tech. He'll, he'll not just like, you know, have people show the technique and he just, he's describing everything they're doing, you know, and he's, he's kind of like walking them through the, the technique, but then he'll walk you through the technique as well. And then you, you know, you free drill it. And then, uh, so we'll do that for a little bit. And then we usually do situationals and then we get like, you know, roles. Um, this all kind of like changes depending on what tournament we're doing, you know, what event, um, like the situationals change, the like length of the, you know, duration of, of the rounds change, you know? Um, and then, uh, you know, um, and then we wrap it up. Um, I run a, like a pro class on Tuesdays and Thursdays during the day. He's, he's more Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. Um, and then I, yeah, I run the Tuesday, Thursday pro comp and, uh, I run it similar to like a wrestling practice. Um, like, you know, a little bit of technique, but then like, you know, hard, uh, hard rolls mixed in with like, you know, hard drills, you know, some of it grappling related some of it, like, you know, just body, you know, function <laughs> related, you know? And, uh, and so we have a good mix of like, you know, they're both, they're both intense, but like, you know mine are a little more like geared toward how you would have like uh, a wrestling practice, like just getting muscle memory and, and like, you know, fatiguing the body, uh, but still like, you know, making sure that you're getting the movements in. So I feel like it's a good way to, to, to uh, like I said, you know, build up muscle memory. And then for him, it's just like, it's a lot of like, it's a more cerebral practice, but it's still, it's still intense and it's good. And, and uh, I think that with the balance between both is, is, is really good. And I think people, I think a lot of people get a lot out of it. And then on top of that, we have all the, you know, the you know hobbies or you know normal classes as well and and those are a lot closer to how you would structure like a normal i think you know majority of of uh of gyms around the country structure their classes you know just you know warm-up technique um and and roles you know and maybe situationals as well um but uh so we have i mean we have like a great balance of, of enough for the, the you know pro competitors um and then also the uh you know, just everyone. It's 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 a great gym, man. It's really it's really really special. What did your preparation look like for Emerald City? So, for you guys listening, Emerald City was just this huge professional event that took place, and it, it had some of the the best guys in the world. There was a bunch of the top ten ranked guys by flow grappling in it. What did your preparation look like for that? Um. So obviously, it was a it was a good amount of like EBI rounds. Um. But, uh, I mean, we worked, you know, specific rounds as well. Like, I mean, I looked at a lot of the guys who were in that, Jay, Jay and I, and um, we kind of built game plans based around a lot of those guys. And to be honest, like, the brackets changed so much. It didn't really end up even meaning anything. Like, I didn't even really get to use a lot of the stuff that I had trained for because, you know, the guys changed. Like, I didn't even go against any of the guys that I thought I would, except for Kennedy maybe. Um, but he was – he was much different than, than how, than what I had anticipated, you know, um, I did not expect him to be as good in, in OT as he was. That's 
you know, just how would I? Like, I've never seen him in that rule set, you know, maybe maybe against Nicky Ryan back in the day they did EBIOT, but you can't really even look at that. It's, it's so long ago. Um, but anyways, yeah, like we uh, we just looked at all the competitors and, and we kind of like broke their games apart um, and planned accordingly. Like I said, didn't even really get to use any of it, but um, but Jay, Jay was pretty diligent about like, you know, watching uh, film on these guys and, and, you know, I, I did a little bit too. I, I try not to too much. I mean, I do, but I try not to like, <laughs> I have to pick like specific times of the day to do that because like if I were to do it at night, I'd just like get so amped. I'd want to like train right after, you know? So I have to like do it at the beginning of the day when I'm like, you know, ready to, ready to, you know, uh, get, get training in and stuff. So anyways, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of that and it was good. Um, we, I think personally, like, I, it's hard to say. I think we might have like over prepared for that event because we had a bunch of guys on that and we were all pushing really, really hard. Um, but we didn't have that, like, we kind of all didn't do too great. We, I think we all performed pretty well below our potential. Um, but I think, man, like, I think we just pushed so hard in training and like moving forward, I think that I'm gonna. We're going to work on that, you know, like, um, like everyone over here is, is a workhorse. Like they're all really, really, um, really, really hard workers. And, uh, and sometimes that can kind of work against you, you know? Um, so, uh, if anything, like what I learned from that camp is maybe just like, you know, there's a lot, a lot of, lots of the good stuff to take away, but also like maybe, maybe pull back a little and maybe, um, you know, uh, yeah, maybe move away from from the like wrestling mentality of just, you know, kind of grinding the whole camp, you know. Um, but yeah, anyways, I hope that answered the question. Yeah. And were there any like big technical takeaways that, that you feel like you could have improved upon? Uh, there's a couple of things I, I want to say. Well, the big one was it, it was really interesting to me, the semifinal matchup you had. You versus Kennedy and then Damian versus John. And it's interesting because you and... Uh, you and um, Damien were, were aggressively going for the submission in OT. And both of you in the first OT lost out on the ride time. Yeah. The escape, and that, that's kind of what you and both ended up losing based on ride time. Where Johnny and Kennedy just, they, they, I don't even think they really went for the choke. You know, they were purely just like position, 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 and they ended up winning that ride time. Um, I, I thought that was very interesting kind of strategy kind of seeing the two differences between really the, the two pure sub only no gi guys versus the guys that you know people mostly know from ibjjf yeah yeah um i didn't watch i haven't watched damien and gianni's match yet i was still i think like um in the back but uh but i do i i did see the last like ot um or last couple and it, it just seemed like yeah it just seemed like gianni was a little more content on like holding and it seemed i just saw one where i think damien went went arm and uh and you know gianni got and you're only really like for most people unless like, you're like you know you know unless you're certain guys like you're gonna only gonna go spider web if, if you're like looking to finish you know if you need if you feel like you need a quick finish or, or whatever. Um, so like that, I think to your point, like I didn't, like I said, I didn't really watch the match, but um, just, uh, oh, sorry. Queen's like in my hand. Um, but uh, just uh, just based on um, 
what I saw at the end there, like it, it speaks to your point. And then, you know, Kennedy too, like with me, I mean, I was, I'm like, I was maybe overconfident in my ability to finish from the back, you know? Um, like when he escaped the first OT, I didn't really care. I was like, whatever, I'm going to get him the next round. You know what I mean? Um, but he played a really good, like he was just, he's, I mean, he's such a, he's such a fucking complete grappler, man. Like he's really, really smart. I mean, obviously you have like the best, you know, coach in the world in your corner. I mean, in, you know, Cabrinha, like probably one of the best competitors, you know, at the lighter weights maybe ever. Um, and, uh, he made a lot of great adjustments and, and, and he, and he was like, he was, I mean, he was, he was looking to finish, but he was also prioritizing, you know, the control, which I, which is really smart. And I was more so just like really hoping to finish him at every point. You know what I mean? Um, I was, I was giving up a lot of, a lot of control just because I didn't think it like, I would, I would I w- like winning on the ride time OT wasn't in- an interest to me, you know, um, just like, you know, a lot of times too, I feel like conserving or like energy conservation wise, it's like easier to, to, to go for a finish than it is to just hold. Like you, I feel like you waste or you like give up a lot more energy, um, holding. So anyways, yeah, I think that speaks to your point. Um, and then, yeah, it did seem like in the match, um, Kennedy played a little more positional and I, I played a little more just like trying to get to some, some offense, you know, some, some submission offense. I'm sure Damien and, and Gianni kind of went the same way. Like I said, I haven't watched it yet, but um, I, if I had to guess, that's, that's, you know, it's sub only versus, you know, traditional points guys. That's probably how it went, but I was really impressed with, I was impressed with the with Gianni's and, and Kennedy's um, um, strategy and, and, and kind of like uh, uh, adjustments or, um, you know, adjustments to the tournament, to the rule set. It was, it was impressive, man. It was really, really cool for me to see. Um, and uh, it'll definitely, definitely eye opening. You can never really feel safe, even in your preferred rule set, you know, mm-hmm. um, which maybe I did, you know, maybe I, mm-hmm. I obviously I knew it was a, kind of a long shot that I'd win the tournament, but I did think I had a better chance than, than most just because I'm like really well practiced in sub only and especially EBI rules, but a uh, good lesson for me to just never bank on, you know, having or like any advantage you think you're going to have because you might not, you know. There's that, that's a very interesting point. And you got to roll. I mean, look, you competed against the number one ranked guy in the world at your weight class, right? He's the ADCC silver medalist. What was it like? Most people never have the chance to lock horns in competition against the number one guy. What did Kennedy feel like? And um, PJ said something really interesting. Uh, he did a seminar here maybe a month or two, a couple months ago. And he was yeah. talking about he had you know, been training a bunch with Cabrinha, or he had trained a bunch with Cabrinha up there. And he was just talking about Cabrinha's philosophies of, you know, just finding a position and just not never giving up any holes, like just having zero mm-hmm. holes. So kind of what did Kennedy feel like to you compared to some of the other guys you've grappled? I mean, you've grappled a who's who's. Mm. Yeah, he was, I mean, he's as good as anyone I've ever grappled for sure. Um, I mean, you know, uh, immediately after the match, I was just like, I was pretty down. I was just like, well, man, if I couldn't beat him in, in a rule set like this, I'll probably never beat a guy like that. And, uh, looking back, I think it's, I was maybe, I was maybe just being a little too hard on myself. I think there's always a way to like, to like overcome, like, um, 
a guy that's that is like a lot better than you you know i remember i remember feeling this a lot in wrestling you know was like guys that i would see at tournaments like constantly would just would would kick my ass and then i'd see him again you know a year later another you know another season later or whatever and i would do a lot better than against them um and uh i think i guess to circle back yeah like kennedy um was just uh he's just like he's just he's a lot obviously a lot more experienced at like a high level than i am um and uh it was good to feel that because i i think that um I, you know you don't i don't know you don't you, you know you don't really get to feel like the perfect grappler too often and i think he's pretty close to it you know mm. um i mean he was he was doing a lot of stuff that i wasn't like he he like he went for some legs on me he went for uh he he, he i was expecting him to to like kind of you know like move on the feet with me a little more and hand fight and stuff he he pulled and, and his guard was was like different than than any guard i've, I've ever felt um at, at like my weight class at least so a lot of like cool takeaways you know um and uh like really really good um i think like a big thing that is important at a high level maybe is um just like like being able to to being unpredictable like like not doing what your your opponent wouldn't expect you know um uh i think that's probably just like a good you know philosophy for like you know comp you know combat in general right is like just uh you know the element of, of surprise you know or like if, you know uh i've heard this quote i think it's from art of war it's like when you're you know when your opponent thinks you're far you know you're, you make sure you're near like when you're when they think you're near you know you're far like st stuff like that you know what i mean like 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 deception um and he was he was good at that man i was just like i was he was doing some stuff that uh i didn't think you'd do and he, and he was he was really really strong everywhere um but uh, but yeah, good experience. Obviously, I'm bummed. Like, I mean, still could like in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I, like, yeah, it's a great experience, you know, and a loss. But like, you know, obviously, you'd want to still get that experience and then walk away with a win, you know. And I feel like I'm fairly close. But uh, but it's good, you know. Um, and like a lot of times, I look, I really do look forward to losses because you know, nothing motivates me, and I don't learn as much, even if I win, you know. Um. Like I, you just you don't learn as much from from wins. Like you just don't. You know, it's easier to it's easier to to, to just uh, be kind of like dishonest with yourself. You know, but in a loss, you really get to take a look at like you know at yourself in the mirror and where you're where you're lacking and where you're good. So it's good. I do I do look forward to losses in a lot of ways, but obviously you enjoy wins more. <laughs> so it was good. I'm bummed, but it was great experience and uh, good, good to feel a guy like that. And I think that um, I think that on the right day, I'm more than capable of, of beating uh, anyone at his level. Um, I just got to, I got to, yeah, got to make some adjustments, got to put myself back out there and, uh, and yeah, then we'll make it happen. How excited are you knowing that ATC is next year, right? So you have this experience, you go into a very, I mean, an ADCC-like field, you, you have a great performance. And again, I think any four of you could have won, right? Damian looked great, Johnny looked great, you looked great, and obviously Kennedy, Kennedy looked great as well. And Johnny ends up winning the whole thing. Um, but I think you, you run that back 
four, five, six, seven different times, I think there's an argument that each one of you could, could have won. I mean, it was razor close between all of you. Um, how, how excited are you for ADCC next year, knowing that, again, you got to experience something. And like you said, with that wrestling mindset, like in a year, you're going to be so much better. Man, I'm stoked. Like, uh, definitely, you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm happy with, uh, I'm happy with, you know, where I'm at and stuff. Um, as far as like, you know, um, you know, training and, 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 uh, you know, the position I'm in and stuff, I I'm really happy with it, but like, I'm definitely going to come into trials just like ready to, uh, yeah, man, just, I love, like, I love tournaments. I love tournament formats and I especially love like an ADCC style tournament you know because uh, especially the trials because like you just uh see a lot of different guys you get the like, young hunger guys you get some like more experienced guys and um man i just like uh i think it's good it's like it's just really good practice for, for for adcc you know and um and i do feel like i'm like obviously you always have doubts and stuff you know and like you know especially after a tournament like that it's like fuck you know if i can't beat a guy like that like you know how am i gonna how am I going to, you know, do it ADCC if I even make it there, you know, but, but like, you know, I do know that I'm capable and, I, and I'm really, really excited to, to go through, uh, to, for, through the trials. Cause, um, yeah, it's just a great tournament and it's, it's like, it's just a mix of everyone and it's like unpredictable and it's wild and it's, and it's, and it's awesome, man. And, and, um, I have a lot of like adjust, I have like, I feel like I've made a lot of adjustments in you know, um, the past, you know, since the last ADCC, since the last trials, you know, and stuff like that. Actually, it's crazy because, like, the last ADCC was almost two years ago, and the trials it feels like they were, like, you know, five years. They were only, like, three years ago or something, but it's, that's still kind of a long time. So um, the landscape's changed. My game's changed. Everyone else's game's changed. Like, it'll be really cool just to see where I'm at, where everyone's at. Um, and, uh, I mean, dude, like, I'm, I, I'm pretty, like, intense, and, and especially in a tournament, you know, Super probably less so maybe. I mean, depending on on who it is, but like like a, a tournament man, like I'm I'm pretty un, um, like uh, I'm pretty feral, you know. Like it it it's it's a it's a crazy experience because you 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 have to like you know go to battle most multiple times, you know, and like you have to want it more in a lot of these matches, like like uh, with you know especially with with other hungry guys, like you just have to want it more, and uh, that takes a certain mindset, especially or at least for me it does. And, uh, and I'm excited. I just, I like, I like feeling that not, not all the time, you know, I like move for the most part, you know, I like, I like just like having, you know, periods where I'm, my, my head isn't wrapped around competition and combat, but, uh, but it is cool to feel like, you know, when, 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 when you're getting close and, and when you're actually there. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, there's just, there's a lot of guys that I think are, are, you know, really good challenges and, and, and they're different than, than, like I said, the landscape has changed so much since the last trials. Um, and especially the last ADCC. So it'll be really cool. It'll be really, really cool. I'm looking forward to it. Well, what's really interesting is, is, is last trials, you were the, you were that young hungry guy, right? Like people kind of, they had heard of you. I think especially since Planet, people kind of knew who Keith Kerkorian was, but you definitely broke out onto the grappling scene with two second place finishes. Mm. And now you're a little bit more of the established guy. You know, you're, you're in the top 10 of flows rankings. You've had, um, you know, you've had numerous performances. You've competed at ADCC. Um, 
you know, you, again, you faced guys like Tanquino, Kennedy Maciel, um, you faced a multitude, tons of Danaher Desquad. I guess they're not a thing anymore, but, well, you know, <laughs> but the Henzo uh, lineage, you yeah. tons and tons and tons of those guys. So now you're going in with kind of a target on your back. Does that make you, uh, you know, does that make you more excited to kind of be one of the favorites this year? Or um, do, you, do you relish the underdog role? Um, I mean, I think everyone kind of prefers like an underdog type um, position, just there's less pressure on you. And and it's, uh, you know, going into a match, it's it's like, you know, you don't feel as as you don't feel as much pressure to like just destroy, have to destroy a guy right off the bat because he's not on your on your, you know, perceived as on your level. But like the reality is, man, there is just as many guys or just as good as me, but that like no one knows about, you know what I mean? Um, so like in my mind, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't call myself a favorite. I definitely wouldn't. Um, and I, I don't know how many people would, but, but I definitely, I definitely feel like um, I like it would it, like something like this is like a good opportunity for me to prove to myself that, um, you know, I can hang with, with, you know, the the young hunger guys like the like the you know the position I was in you know not too long ago and stuff and, and I I do do still feel like I'm I'm a, I'm a new black belt I'm I'm like fairly new you know I'm I'm uh still you know relatively young and I'm, I'm obviously uh, just as hungry as I've ever been so like it's a cool it's an interesting spot for me to be in it's cool um I'm like really looking forward to it but uh yeah, and just even on paper, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself the favorite um, or a favorite rather. Um, but it's pretty, it's pretty tough to say, I guess, favorite when you've yeah. got a hundred guys, right? Like, yes. <laughs> I'm imagining there's going to be a hundred guys signed up, and you're going to do the 45 pound division. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, 45 and or I guess the 66 and 77 kilogram divisions, notoriously, notoriously. I mean, I think the last one there was. 60 plus in each one i'm expecting i think there was like a hundred and something in the 170 like 120 something um yeah. if i remember that's correctly yeah that's great that's just insane um mm -hmm. it's like you said you know you, you've got a mix of guys when you see a hundred plus names that feral spirit mm -hmm. must start really coming out for sure for sure yeah i mean i remember how i felt at the past two you know or the you know last two trials or whatever um and and i felt it the only time i've really felt close like that um again was uh was at this last emerald like i really felt dialed in i felt focused i was really like uh you know i was um like uh <laughs> i didn't like you know i'm sure anyone anyone who tried to talk to me probably noticed like i was not interested in chopping it up with anyone i was really intense and like i it's it's just like i said i mean Obviously, I don't want to live my life like that, but like feeling that every now and then is is cool, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, you know, when I'm like that, it's really hard to beat me. Like really, really hard to beat me. And the the times that I man, the, the matches I lose, like typically and especially in the past, like um, it's just when I'm not motivated. It's when I'm not up for it. Like I'm like, you know, I'm I'm like exhausted. I'm burnt out. I'm not motivated. Like I said, you know. Um, like I don't do too well. Obviously, who would? You know what I mean? Like I, I, it's hard for me to pull it out when I'm when I'm like that, you know. But like, uh, like when I'm, you know, when I'm, like 
hungry, motivated, you know, uh, I'm really hard to beat. Um, and, uh, obviously the Emerald thing didn't work out, but I did feel, I did feel close to that, to that, uh, like mindset that I'm talking about. So that's, 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 uh, that's good. You know, it's good to, to feel like that again. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy because, uh, you know, I, I busted my ass and I, and I felt, felt, uh, felt ready. And I felt like even on the day I felt, felt pretty, pretty, um, you know, pretty good. So, you know, hopefully get back to that and, uh, and yeah, well, you know, um, hopefully, you know, hopefully it goes well. Uh, it would be, that's like, I mean, that's like, I think I don't really have too many goals for the, for the future. I mean, you know, I had a lot more goals, obviously when I was, you know, purple, brown, now it's like, I mean, there's really only a few, you know, and trials is definitely one of them. Um, so yeah, man, it'll be, uh, it'll be cool. How, um, I've been really impressed, uh, you know, talking with you and kind of seeing your mental development over the past, you know, past bit of time. Um, how, how are you, how do you dial that in? Right? Like, I guess that's kind of the thing as a competitor, you, you want to be in the zone. You want to have that laser, that predator mindset where your eyes get narrow and you've just got your eyes on one target. You're not trying to chop it up with, you know, your, your, your buddies backstage, your people, you know, <laughs> like you're just focused. You are in the moment. How do you dial that in? How did you dial it in this time at Emerald City? Um, I mean, you know, I just kind of like, you know, you just tell yourself like, you know, like, I don't, you know, you never know if you will, like, be able to, to win every match or win every tournament, you know, but, like, you tell, you got to tell yourself you can, you know, and I, and I tell, I tell my students that, that every now and then, like, you just, you have to tell yourself, like, you can do this, like, you, you know, it might not happen, but, like, you can do it, like, you can do it, no, no one, no one is incapable of accomplishing anything, like, everyone is capable of it, you have to believe it, though, like, you have to, and, and I've always struggled with, like, you know, confidence and just like, you know, on paper, if someone, you know, like, you know, if I was going to lose something, you know, it, it could, it could mess with me. Um, but I've, you know, but I've pulled through so many times um, just based on, on, you know, telling myself, you know, doesn't matter. Like you can, you can, you can do it. And uh, that was something I, I was doing, you know, um, I was doing uh, all, all camp, you know, it's just like, you know, no matter how tough things get, how shitty I feel, how um hard things are like you know you can do it um and uh yeah i think i think that's important that's that's definitely like a huge part about dialing in you know um and then man just you know yeah i don't i don't know um like knowing that you put in the work is 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 important too you have to you have to know you put like i said all those you know most of my losses you know in the past it was just like you know yeah, it just didn't work hard enough, you know, and, and you know, beforehand and, and, uh, didn't want an enough day of, you know, um, you know, n moving forward. It's like, you know, now, nah, man, not, no more of that. Like, you, you know, know that you worked hard enough. Um, and, uh, and always, you know, I think always tell yourself that you can, you know, it's hard. It's hard when you're, when you're, when you're not like, you're not, you, you know, not talking shit or anything. You're not Cobrinha's son. You're not from Brazil, you know, where you trained since you were, you know, five or whatever, you know, you're just like, I mean, I think I'm just kind of like a, you know, fairly normal dude that found jujitsu, you know, not particularly athletic or, or, uh, you know, like talented. Um, um, 
and, and definitely a lot of dudes are a lot better than me. Like I, I know that, you know, but you have to just tell yourself it doesn't matter. You can still do it. Like don't, you know, you can't be scared. You have to be, um, you have to be focused on, on, on winning, you know, not just not losing. <laughs> yeah. Do you think at like your, I remember purple and brown. I mean, how many people competed more than you? I, I don't know. I remember that one year you had 70 plus matches and you had a phenomenal run, but do you think being at black belt now with having less goals, right? You've kind of accomplished all of the, like you won finishers, you won, um, you know, subscribe, you've won like so many like sub only, uh, platforms and now you can kind of like dial it back and then you can kind of focus in on just a couple of goals and so that kind of is going to stop uh or maybe uh, not lead to as much burnout because i totally could see how somebody i mean again competing as much as you were would have tournaments where you just weren't there mentally even win or lose you just weren't there at your best yeah for sure um for sure there were there were some um points um, you know, where I, I think, I think like now I, I, I you know, back then it, it like, and this, and this is something I, I, I tell a lot of lower belts, you know, is like math time is super important when you're still kind of like developing that muscle memory that like, you know, getting comfortable on the mats, like, you know, trying to like get your body, you know, tuned up for like, for, you know, a lot of rolling for, for, for all that stuff for competition too. Um, but it's less important when you're at like a, when you're, you know, uh, maybe closer to the, to black or, 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 you know, beyond, um, it's, it's more fine tuning and it's more like, it's more, yeah, it's just more fine tuning, I think, you know? So like when I was lower belt or, you know, when I was purple, brown, I, you know, I, like you said, I was competing so much. Um, it didn't really, like I was burnt out constantly, but it didn't really matter. Cause I was still just pushing my body and just like getting my body used to, um, to like competing and, 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 and grinding and all that, you know, now it's a little bit more about preserving my, my, my body and like, and just making sure that I'm really, really ready for, for whatever, you know, competition I'm doing or, or, you know, uh, you know, training session or whatever, like, you know, getting your, getting your mind and body right. You know, I think, and like I said, or like, you know, to your point earlier, um, you know, when you're, when I was competing like a bunch, it just didn't really matter. I was just, you know, whatever, I'll just, you know, no matter how shitty I'm feeling or whatever, I'm just going to win. I'm just going to make it happen. You know, even, even if it's not like ideal, you know, now it's like, man, every performance I have, I want to be my best, you know, and I want to really, really get close to that. Like, um, to that uh hundred percent feeling you know or just like uh yeah so so anyways um yeah uh took the long way around to that answer i guess but like yeah just uh not as much um i think i got a lot of good mat time and i still still obviously i'm gonna be doing you know getting more mat time you know doing a, little, a few more like smaller tournaments and stuff but uh it's all just in preparation for my the bigger goals you know that uh that i have and, and then that that didn't really exist when i was lower belt. was every tournament was was just as important you know it was just like just math time everything's math time you know now it's like it's a good amount of math time leading up to like you know just just to make sure that i'm fine-tuned just to make sure that i'm feeling good for for the bigger stuff you know and i think uh i think everyone probably needs to get to that point at some point you know whether it's you know brown black belt whatever you know um i think another thing it, that that's been um it, it's so impressive to see is, is just how you've 
really started to handle losing. You know, like I, I feel like you have such a good head on your shoulders when you take a loss. How has that kind of evolved? You know, from in your earlier days to you know this past Emerald City. I mean, listening to you talk about Emerald City, you sound like a very mature competitor, which obviously you are. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, dude, uh, like it obviously still sucks. You know, every loss sucks. Um, but like you, I just know, I know how the game goes, man. You can't win them all. No one can win them all. Like you'll feel great and you'll lose. I said this earlier. You'll feel great and you'll lose you'll, you know, feel terrible and you'll win, you know, it's just how it goes. It's just, it's not your day sometimes. Um, but it is more important to like, look at your actual like performance before, during and after the match. You know what I mean? Like, like, how did you feel? What did you do? What did they do? That's all more important, you know, um, than the outcome, I guess. And it was more just based on like, I, like I was only happy winning and I, and I was devastated losing you know lower belts or i should keep saying that but like you know when i was little when i was competing more often less experience whatever um and uh yeah it's a huge huge shift now is is just like i just want to be more skilled you know um and uh yeah i obviously still want to win like it sucks losing i still hate losing but like it's all in the in the um hopes or in like the um yeah, in the hopes of like just getting better and getting to that like you know closer to that final form or you know if that exists like you know your 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 best possible you know version of yourself. So um, yeah, maybe uh, I still do get like super bummed after losses and stuff, but it doesn't ruin my life. It's just it's just like a it's just an ex it's like all experience, you know, and um, and I uh, I know that. Um, now and it's like it's it's easier for me to to look at it that way than uh just you know purely based on like wins or wins or losses you know so that's that's definitely a shift that's that's happened since uh you know since i've gotten a little older you know it was something i realized a little more in in, in wrestling I, I would be bummed after losses but it's like you're competing so much and no one's really watching like you know except for your teammates like you know you you'd, you'd go to a tournament every week you'd have duels in the middle of the week you'd win some you'd lose some and you, you'd always you I mean it's just all all mat time and all all like you know experience and stuff and, and that's just like that's something that that i i you know should you know should definitely apply to till today obviously i don't want to take as many losses as i took in wrestling you know because that was like we're competing so much it's just like oh my god um you're gonna you know gonna be losing constantly you're gonna be you know still but uh but yeah anyways um just having like a different outlook is, is important, you know. So you've made again this big switch and now you're in a teaching role, which I know you'd obviously you know taught classes before and you've taught seminars, but you've never really been the teacher, the guy mm -hmm. teaching kid and adult classes. What's that mm -hmm. experience been like and what have you learned so far from becoming the, the head instructor at your new gym? Well, I definitely like it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I like uh, I like structuring classes and I like like coming up with techniques that like I kind of want to like work on to work with everyone, you know, and not just like all this, you know, it's pretty boring teaching all the stuff that you just that you do and like, you know, that you, you kind of like you've already done a bunch. It's like pretty, pretty. It's obviously for certain classes like fundamentals you, you have to do that but like for like you know 
for other classes, it's really fun for me to like find new techniques and like work them and, and, and like teach them and stuff. Um, and like kind of a more like, yeah, just like a different environment, you know, like you said, seminars and stuff are just, it's a little different. It's more of like a, you know, obviously it's, it's like, like a bunch of, it's good technique and stuff, but it's more of a performance, you know, you're trying to make people, you know, enjoy the, enjoy the, the session, you know, they paid money for it and stuff. And, 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 you know, during like, I think now being a head instructor and stuff, it's like more just making sure everyone, you know, gets a good, a good, you know, vibe or like it gets something good out of, out of the session, you know? So it's been really cool, man. Like I love running the pro comps. Um, cause I love running that like wrestling style practice. That's really fun for me. I love running the kids cause I like seeing them smile and, when we just like, you know, our move, we just, you know, you just, you just have them do so much stuff. And it's just like fun to, to just, you know, it's obviously that we're working on skills, but it's more just like let them run around and, and have fun and, and making it applicable to like, to, to, you know, s- some certain skills and stuff. That's really fun. The fundamentals classes are awesome. Cause it's like, I get to see these guys that didn't know anything when they walked in and now they're like getting really good. They're asking me like better questions. They're mm-hmm. asking me to stay for advanced. Like, it's really cool um, to hear that, you know, and, and even like I'm even surprised that they're they're picking up the advanced techniques as well as they are, you know, and I was like, oh, you could not have done that a month ago, you know, two months ago. It's awesome. And then the advanced classes are just really cool or all levels classes are cool because it's just it's just a cool group of people. And I can kind of like I can teach how, how Boogie used to teach, you know, just like or still, you know, like how Boogie's always, always, you know, showed me how to teach just like, you know, give everyone the techniques, you know, make sure, you know, everyone's engaged, everyone's interested. Um, and then, you know, train and have fun, smile, make, just create that like really good vibe at the gym is definitely something that I always learned from Boogie, you know, and not just like, all right, here's the technique. I'm going to go, I'm going to go sit down, eat, whatever, you know, it's like, no, 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 teach the technique and help everyone and walk around and like, you know, and troubleshoot with people. It's like, that's super important. And I don't know if everyone, if every instructor does that. Cause I mean, I don't know if every instructor even knows what they're teaching a lot of times, you know, it's some, some random gyms. Um, so it's cool, man. Like I, I, I get to finally do that. And, and I, I, man, it's, it's really cool. We had like a grappling industries last week and uh, you probably know all about this, but like, dude, it's fun. Like watching them compete and coaching them and getting kind of pumped for them. And, uh, and like, it's just really cool. I just, you know, it's, it's really, really fun. And I remember being in their shoes, you know, and looking at Boogie like, Ooh, oh, man, this guy looks pretty tough, you know, and he's like, you know, and he's pumping me up and stuff. And then, you know, he's on the side, like, you know, cheering, you know, coaching me. And like, it's, it's, you know, Boogie's always known exactly like how to coach me. And, and, uh, and um, I'm kind of trying to like take those same lessons into like my, with my students, you know, and, and uh and learn how they want to be coached and like how they do things and it's it's just fun man it's really really cool i like it a lot dude i couldn't agree more some of uh honestly like some of the big reasons that i just don't really compete anymore it's because i love coach like i love i get happier for their successes like yesterday yeah cornered uh six athletes and we won four of the six so we had two losses oh, nice. Um, all were submissions, so both losses were submissions, but all four wins were by submissions. So it was just a super nice part. And I, I just, man, like I'm still pumped today based on their performances. <laughs> and there's yeah. something special about seeing people achieve their potential, right? And 
I, you said something a couple of weeks ago that I thought was really interesting because most people do not like working with kids, right? You know, that's kind of keeps people going and you're like, man, I really am enjoying teaching the kids classes. And I, uh, I like teaching the kids classes. I definitely um, try, I only do it maybe a couple times a month, all right? Except for oh, nice. I do more, but it takes a special person to teach kids. And what has like teaching kids? Because that's very, very difficult. Most people don't realize how difficult it is to teach a kid how to show. Teach a kid that's yeah. completely different than an adult. So, what have you learned from teaching kids? And what is it? What makes it so special? Well, I've definitely learned like don't be as hard on them as you would like an adult. You know, it's like if they can't get the shrimp, you know, in like 10, 15 tries don't make them do it for 30 minutes until they get like, you know, get them as close as they can and be like, Oh, perfect. Like, that's great. I'll take it. We'll work on it tomorrow. You know, let's move on. You know, um, uh, don't like they're, they're not becoming super soldiers. Like they just we're we're just building these, these gross motor skills for them, you know? And, uh, and I want them to have fun. Like, I mean, if I was a kid, I would be so annoyed if some dude was standing over me, like, no, 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 push your, Push your hands toward your feet, scoot, you know, scoot your butt back, like just for, like over and over. I was just like, dude, what? Like, this is weird. So I'm, you know, I'm just trying to like, I mean, I just, I just really enjoy like watching them try and like, you know, obviously they all pretty much fail the first time they do anything and then they get a little bit better at it. And like, that is so cool to see. And like, I just love seeing their, their little smiles and stuff. And, and, um, and I love like breaking through to them, like, you know, balancing like, like the, 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 the kind of like discipline and like the, you know, the fun and like, like, I just, I like being able to, um, you know, just see them like slowly become like happier, little better kids, you know? And, uh, and it's cool, man. And I, and, and I, eh, like I've always kind of hated kids. <laughs> and so like, uh, now it's fun for me to like, you know, get to kind of like, you know, ha like have to challenge myself, you know, and like, and like work with, you know, do something that I'm like, never really wanted to do. But now I'm just like, I'm enjoying it a lot and um, having fun. And, and I, I, I like, I like the way that, uh, yeah, I like the way that, um, that they kind of respond to, to how I'm, um, you know, running the classes and stuff and, and, and working with them. And, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's fun, man. It's just really cool. And it's, yeah, it's super, super hard. It's like probably the most tiring part of my day, but like, I don't even care, man. I just like, I, I, I really, really like it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not, so that's probably, you know, like not something I ever thought I'd say. <laughs> it's funny. I always, um, Kind of test my teaching skills with the kids i remember the first time i taught a kids class was like forever ago years ago and i remember i was trying to just teach them a basic kimura just like kimura grip and these were eight to eleven year olds mm. and i remember i just taught it like i would have kept like all right you're gonna do this this and this let's go and they all looked at me like i was great like just like they didn't <laughs> understand this and so yeah. i just began and then i broke off and then i just saw all of them struggling so i went up to an individual group and I was like, no, 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 do it just like this. And they just couldn't comprehend it. And then I started, I was like, my brain then started to malfunction. And I was like, 
forgetting how to do a Kimura because they're just I'm like, no, you pick your this hand. I get, and I was so blown away by how different it is to teach a kid. And mm-hmm. to me, there's something special um, about being able to communicate with a kid and mm-hmm. actually like the efficiency of it. And I see some guys that have been doing it forever. And it blows me away, like watching them teach a kid. They're like, you know, I've gotten so much better over the past couple of years. Man, there's some guys that can just boom, 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 and they keep it fun, playful. And as the kids learn the techniques, and it's a, it's an amazing thing to watch. It's like magic. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, it's cool, man. And like to your point, yeah, teaching them step by step how to, you know, hip bump triangle is really hard, but like. <laughs> teaching them how to like throw their legs up and, you know, wrap them around someone's head is a little easier, you know, like not using jujitsu terms to, to describe things, but using kid terms, you know, like, um, you know, just, uh, you know, passing their guard isn't like, all right, you know, bring a hand to their knee, hand to their hip, you know, backstep your leg, you know, push, push their knee. Like, it's like, all right, throw their legs to the side, drop your chest on their chest, you know, grab their head, you know, it's like, it's, e- it's like, that's, no, it's more difficult to explain, but it's easier, like, it's easier for like, the lay person or the lay child to, to, uh, to understand. So, um, that's, uh, that's like a huge thing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it is, uh, does help your, I think it helps your like overall communication skills. Well, it's interesting because the kid's like so malleable, right? And I, I- yeah. It's funny, like you get an adult that's 45 years old that's coming in for a jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. class. He's been there two weeks. Like his body's super stiff from inactivity, doesn't have the flexibility. And so a lot of them, it's like they just can't move properly. They understand what you want them to do. They just can't do it. But a kid's mm-hmm. body, it's like they can do anything if you can just get them to understand it. It's just how yeah. can I get them to understand it? And using big terms like ashigarami or, you know, hip on sweep, like, uh, Kazushi, all of that stuff is definitely not the answer. The kids don't care how smart you are and how much you know about jujitsu. It's a lot more about how well they're gonna hate you a lot more if you try to do that. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I've only got I've got two more questions for you. All right. Yeah. One being future of jujitsu, right? So as you're working with these kids, you're seeing a lot of these young up and coming competitors, whether it's guys like Andrew Tackett or Mickey Galvao, kind of that next generation coming up. Mm-hmm. What do you see that's that's different um, like from these guys that have been training, especially now we're seeing Americans? Because obviously, like you mm-hmm. said, we've got Cabrinha, son. Who, so look, he's Cabrinha, son. Uh, <laughs> he's been, yeah, his dad's one of the best black belts uh, of all time. And, and there's you know, Mika Galval, like his dad's a black belt. He's been training forever. Um, mm-hmm. American kids now that are also starting to like, man, this kid's 14, but he's been training eight years. What do you see from their grappling that is just different than, you know, some of the guys that started, you know, later in life? Um, how How is their game, I guess, going to uh, change the way we look at grappling? Well, like, something that I've noticed with the guys that are really good now and especially the up and comers, like they're just a lot more versatile. They're good at everything, you know, whereas like that didn't have to be the case, you know, however, however long ago, like you could be a pretty good bottom guy. You'd be pretty good. Just, you know, top guy, like, uh, you know, you could be fairly just competent in like every other area, but like specialize in a few, um, spots. Um, 
and you could get away with it, you know. Now it's like everyone who's coming up, they're good at everything, man. Like they're good on the feet, they're good on the, they're good on bottom, they're good, you know, passing, they're good, you know, on the back, they're good on the like, you know, it's like like everything they do, they're good at leg locks, you know, and that like it's no longer, you know, there's no longer, um, you know, like a, a guy like Eddie Cummings, or I hate using his him and his example because he's super super talented, but like probably you know would have less of an advantage now you know because his game was was pretty geared toward toward you know just knowing legs and stuff it's now it's like man pretty much everyone knows legs and they know a lot more stuff you know so it's like you'd you know not that he wouldn't kick ass still now i'm sure he would but like it would be tough because these guys know everything man they they're just as good with legs as they are with you know from their feet um or you know from a from a front headlock or from the back or from you know uh you know bottom and uh and it's just really interesting to see, man, and it's cool, and it and it pushes me for sure, and it pushes I think everyone else, you know, because you gotta you gotta contend with with you know the like I said the up and coming you know hungry kids, you know, that've been training for a long time, or maybe you know haven't just you know they picked up um, jujitsu at a time when it's when they're it's really easy for their bodies to like you know um, you know build that muscle memory and stuff. So um, yeah, man, and uh, you know specifically with guys like uh like he's like a young up and coming kid like like amika Galvao, like you know they're just they're just he's good at everything man from what i've seen like i mean i'm sure he's got his weaknesses like everyone else but like he seems pretty strong and everywhere or pretty strong everywhere and and like that's where guys got to realize you know that they have to they have to do now you know it's like you can't really just like you can't just be good from certain spots you know you gotta you really have to be good everywhere because that's what the guys coming up are Last question. All right. You're notorious <laughs> for loving candy, right? <laughs> like I know, like, and there's like so many jujitsu guys like Calatera that like them in this love who train so hard, right? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite candy right now? Like, what are you eating a lot of? Like rank your top five candies. Like if a fan or somebody like, like somebody wanted to give you a present, what like, oh man, I'd be stoked if I got one of like, what are your top five candies right now? Got it. Gotcha. Well, um, I've always loved Gushers the most. Um, like probably, yeah, probably just something there's they're nostalgic, you know, a, and then two, just, I think they just, they just taste better than most any gummy really, or any, um, any candy. But, um, I did go to the movies last night and I saw, or, and I, and I, you know, stopped, uh, I stopped with my buddy at the CVS and we got, we got some candy and, uh, he got these, like, he got these like Skittles gummies things that were pretty damn good. Um, and so, uh, so I got some of those, I got red vines have always been my favorite or one of my favorites, um, airheads the like, uh, the, I think, yeah, I think airheads are all pretty, I know they have different stuff now, but the airheads like strips things, you know, those are really good for roll-ups or bomb. Um, I have a thing of Skittles in the cupboard right now. I'm probably going to Mac on later. <laughs> um, uh, and then, yeah, man. Chocolate wise, like it's hard to say because, like, I mean, all chocolate is fairly similar. It's, it's also good, but I like like candy bars that I think are the best are like Hundred Grand Twix. Um, uh, oh man, there's one that I really, really like. Uh, oh, I mean Reese's, you know. Um, man, yeah, I had to. I ate, dude. I ate like so much candy in the theater last night i had the worst stomach cake but it was so good um yeah yeah man but 
I know I didn't rank all those maybe in order or anything, but man, yeah. yeah. That's what we know. Gushers are the top. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm a huge fan of Keith. I see him at ABC. He just won ABCC trials. He just killed it. <laughs> Have the gushers ready. Give them <laughs> give them twenty dollars worth of gushers, and that that might mean more to him than that ABCC trial gold medal. For sure, man. When I was uh, I forget what birthday it was, but I was up in college, and my buddy or two of my buddies, Art and Wes, they uh, they like went to Walmart, and you know, in like movies, when you just stick your arm out in an aisle, and you just like walk forward and let everything fall in the cart. Like they did that with like a, a whole gusher, you know, uh, aisle and they just like stuffed my car full of uh, boxes of gushers. And, uh, and that was, that was like probably the best, best gift I've ever gotten. <laughs> it was funny, man. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, two friends. Yeah. It was cool. Keith, it's been a pleasure catching up with you, man. Again, love and appreciate talking to you and learning from you. Um, again, it's, it's a blessing. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to say? How can people follow you? And uh, you're up in New Jersey now, so mm -hmm. if you're interested, you're in the New Jersey area, check out Keith's gym. But any final thoughts? Um, yeah, man. No, great to hear from you, man. I, I love your podcast, dude. I, li I listen to every episode. Um, I love your take on things. I think it's like just a, a really honest, you look, on, you look at things honestly and, and, and break them down, um, in a really easy to, to comprehend way, you know, even the more complex like issues in jujitsu and, and, you know, uh, just life and stuff. So I think it's really, really cool, man. Miss you a bunch, dude. I hope, uh, I hope we can link up soon. You know, I don't know. Um, obviously, um you know uh uh the trials are coming up and stuff so maybe uh you know maybe we'll, we'll link up around them but but yeah if uh and then too if anyone else wants to just come up and train man studio uh studio 84 squared um in new jersey it's it's um it's really a uh, really really good spot a lot of good dudes like a lot of really talented guys and um and we we you know we're, we we train pretty hard you know we, we have we have good sessions so you know feel free to you know text me and and uh you know I, you know when you want to come through and and we'd love to have anyone so uh but yeah man now great talking to you until next time ladies and gents i'm out of here peace